right, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. This is uh, Words Are Hard with Will, and um, I hope everyone's had a great week so far. I woke up this morning and immediately threw my back out, so just kind of trying to deal with that at the moment. Um, I will not let anything stop me from filming this podcast, though. That's what I've determined. Um, I'm just going to readjust one more time because I need to sit up straight, because <laughs> my back hurts. Um, so this week's going to be a little bit different, just because I actually have some some thoughts in mind for this podcast. Uh, I wanted to have a guest, but um, with my scheduling and everyone else's scheduling, it's been kind of difficult to do that. Um, but hopefully sooner rather than later, I will be having some guests on the podcast. I'm really excited about that. Um I literally like just posted a status on Facebook, like, "Hey, is anyone interested in being a guest on my podcast?" And like, I don't know. I think I have a list of like twelve or thirteen people now. Excuse me. So that's I'm just really excited and really nervous for all of the the attention coming my way. But all of the attention, twelve people. Still though, it's um. It's nice to see the support coming in for the podcast, considering how long I've been wanting to do it, and I know I've talked about it a lot with people, and so it's just it's just nice to feel, I don't know, nice to feel loved. So, um, um, but today I did want to talk about a few things that have been happening in the news recently. Um, one of the things was that Kamala, or Kamala, Kamala Harris, I don't know how to say her name, I've just been saying... Kamala Harris, I guess maybe that's not right, um, uh, was announced as Joe Biden's vice presidential running mate. Um, I thought I'd just kind of talk about my feelings on that for hopefully briefly, hopefully briefly. Um, Drake, there was some stuff going on about Drake Bell on Twitter. Um, I don't know if anyone knows who that is. Drake Bell from Drake and Josh, Nickelodeon show that, uh, I grew up watching when I was a kid. And, um... I had some stuff, I I saw some quotes from reporters on Twitter about Trump and the post office, and I kind of, um, I guess I, I might go into more, like I thought I might do a little movie review on 2012, but I honestly don't know if I'm going to do that. I didn't really think much past that. I I think, you know, maybe at the end it might just be another update about me, and yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes from here. But um, the first thing that I wanted to talk about was um, Trump and the United States Postal Office. So I don't know a lot about the details going on behind the scenes or anything. Um, I do know that, like, there have been a bunch of delays in everything that I've been getting shipped. Um, Like... People aren't able to track their packages all the time. Uh, they're they're. I just I know that the the United States Postal Service has been getting defunded in one way or another for the last couple of months. And I actually, while I was looking for my tweet thread or the tweet thread about Kamala Harris, I found um, a reporter or a a woman who is a CNN political correspondent 
said that um, Trump saying clearly on Fox why he won't fund USPS. Uh, quote, now they need that money in order to make the post office work so it can take all of these millions and millions of ballots. But if they don't get those two items, that means you can't have universal mail-in voting. So, I mean, I think we all knew that Trump was defunding the post office for the election. He said he wanted to, to, to delay the election, and then all of a sudden he's defunding the post office, which in the middle of a pandemic is like the only way most people are going to be able to vote, um, which is why I think Joe Biden announcing Kamala Harris as his running mate has been, I mean... <laughs> Controversial is like, it's like everything but controversial. I just, I have so many thoughts and feelings on it, and I did post publicly on Facebook about it, but I just, Trump has done a lot of bad things. Like, he has got to be hands down one of the worst presidents we've ever had. He's incompetent, he can't control his emotions, he fucking tweets on Twitter, like, he's a 16-year-old girl having a prom date i don't i don't even know where this metaphor is going but like i realized that like i am trans i am a person of color i have a lot of medical needs when it comes to mental health and my physical health and i have been affected by trump's presidency in in one way or another maybe not as much as other people, but I, I understand that he's bad and that he is a wrecking ball in the United States in the United States government. But my my perspective is that see, I think a lot of the people that are saying Trump is so bad, so bad, so bad, also seem to think that Barack Obama was like a fucking savior sent down from heaven to to save the United States. They also probably are now looking back at Bush and saying that he was he was such a great Republican president, even though back then when Bush was president, we were all making fun of him the same way we make of make fun of Trump now. And, you know, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton praising fucking Bush and Michelle Obama praising Bush. And it's just really fucking exhausting, to be honest with you, like. I feel like the media just constantly gaslights us and they tell us one thing and then they make fun of us for believing in something that they told us 10 years ago. I I don't I don't know where this thought process is going specifically, but all I'm trying to say is that Kamala Harris is a huge supporter of the mass incarceration in this country and she's helped fund private prisons. And she has denied trans inmates health care that they have a right to. Um, she's helped fund the war in Syria. She's voted to help increase Trump's military budget. She's put a lot of black people in jail for nonviolent crimes. She is a former cop. And so for Joe Biden in this political climate... To go out there and say, you know who I want to be my vice president? The only fucking candidate in the field who is a fucking cop. When literally 
anyone who is anywhere near voting for blue is saying defund the fucking police or reform the police at the very least. We're screaming Black Lives Matter. Meanwhile, the Democrats have fucking deaf ears. That's not a nice thing to say. The Democrats are refusing to fucking listen. They don't care. They say Black Lives Matter and then they they turn their backs and they're getting paid from the same people that put black people in jail for fucking a joint. 15 years for a fucking joint. When... Oh, God, what is that guy's name? I can't even remember his name because he was such a piece of shit. That guy that raped that girl behind the dumpster and got six months in jail. I don't understand why every time when it comes down to the election, the day that it's supposed to be more than anything, we give in. Why is that when we say, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to hold their feet to the fire. We can pull them left. No, we fucking can't. If we could have pulled them left, it would have happened during the election cycle when they needed our vote. If they can't even do it then, what makes you think they're going to do it after they've already won? That's what I don't understand. I don't like... (laughs) Excuse me. This is why I don't necessarily like doing political videos because I feel like I just come off of this very, come off as this very angry person. But when I'm talking about this stuff, I am angry because it seems like when it comes to this stuff, people so easily lose their base moral compass. Suddenly it's politics, so there's exceptions and there's, you know, special times and like I don't regret not voting for Hillary Clinton. Like, I, I have never regretted it for a fucking day. I've been upset that Trump is our president, but I've never thought, oh, I'd be so much happier if Hillary Clinton was president. Hillary Clinton is a fucking turf, and if you don't know what a turf is, it's a trans-exclusionary radical feminist, which means she believes, basically, that trans people, it's just like a phase. Or she doesn't... she basically believes that trans women are men and trans men are women and that we don't deserve health care as a right. I mean, I guess she kind of believes that across the board for everybody when she said universal health care will never happen. I don't, I don't even necessarily think that this is about Kam, Kam, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. I think that This is about the entire Democratic Party propping up a man who probably can't even remember his own fucking name to then pick a sidekick who is a fucking cop when the only things that have been going on in this country is a fucking global pandemic and then a global fucking civil rights protest against the cops. Like, I... I, Gotta breathe. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. We could have had Bernie Sanders. We could have had Bernie Sanders and Nina Turner as our, as our running candidates for the Democratic Party. But instead we have Joe Biden, who literally every time he speaks publicly, says something that either doesn't fucking make sense, digs his hole even deeper, or he fucking touches someone creepily. Like, 
I truly don't understand how we've come this far down the rabbit hole. I thought that maybe by now people would get their fucking sense and throw overthrow the government. Like, honestly. That's my other thing, too, is, like, what am I trying to preserve here? Like, I'm trying to vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, so what? They win, and then everyone thinks everything's fine all over again. Meanwhile, trans people still don't have health care. Women still can't get abortions because they're not overturning any of the stuff that the Republicans have been doing. Like, I know that this is going to happen. The Democrats are going to get into office again, and then they're not going to fix any of the problems. They're going to be weak-armed against the Republicans, and then the Republicans are still going to get what they want because the Democrats are going to be compromising the whole time. Because that's literally what happened during Obama's entire presidency was the Democrats trying to push for something and then saying, oh, it's too hard. It's too hard. I don't want to fight. The Republicans are yelling at me. I don't want to. And then we get a compromise between universal health care and nothing, which, yes, the Affordable Care Act did do a lot, but it didn't do enough. And people are still going into debt from health care. So what was the entire fucking point? The only good things that have ever come out of the Affordable Care Act is the fact that kids can stay on their parents' health care until they're 26. Um, oh, God, what's the other thing? Jesus Christ. Pre-existing conditions is no longer a fucking thing. And honestly, I can't think of much else because I still have to pay a shit ton out of pocket for fucking medication. I still have to pay a shit ton out of pocket to get surgery done. No matter how good our health care is through a company, it's still shitty. Especially when other countries have their health care for free. And I don't mean to yell, but it's just frustrating when I have trouble dealing with my own medical life. And I know that so many people that I know personally have to deal with so much more than I do. And I, I'm fighting for them. I'm fighting for me. I'm fighting for people I don't know. And this is something that has been sticking in my head for quite some time now is I was having a conversation with my mom months ago or whatever about, you know, racism and racial justice and just like, you know, fighting for what you think is right in general. And I was getting angry because I was like, I don't understand why you wouldn't fight against racism. And she asked me, how is racism directly affecting me right now? As if I shouldn't be fighting against it because it doesn't directly affect me. And I feel like that just shines a light on white people's perspective in general. Why should I care if it doesn't affect me? And I think it's part mindset and part perspective on the world, but I think it is also my mom works six days a week, nine-hour days every week, and she has an okay credit score. She basically lives with a guy she doesn't love because I don't know why. Because it's easier, I guess. And I think there are just, like, say, for example, because I remember having an, another discussion with her about it later and to elaborate on what she said was basically like, I don't have time to worry about that kind of shit. I've got enough shit to worry about. Now say the, that 
a job wasn't something that she had to worry about? What if she had a universal basic income and she didn't have to worry about paying rent on time because rent for people 55 and older was free? Like, if our economy wasn't so bad, here's my argument, is it possible that people would have a bigger capacity to deal with things like racial injustice and poverty in general or mass incarceration? Maybe instead of spending all of our time and energy busting our ass for half of what we're worth or even less than what we're worth, we would be able to spend our time on fixing the rest of the problems that we have. And so my argument comes back to Bernie's argument in saying that if we could address poverty across the board, we would be able to start addressing a lot of our other problems. Because at the end of the day, people are going to care more about feeding their families than they are about whether or not they're racist. And I think that I can't blame them for that because I understand, but at the end of the day, racism still exists and it still kills people. So I don't really know why I decided to go on that tangent, but it's very, it's just very telling when I have that, those conversations with my mom and I realized that we're just fundamentally very different people and we see the world very differently. And I want to leave this planet a better place than I found it. And I didn't find it in a very good condition. So the bar is set pretty low, but I care more about changing the world. And I care more about trying to be a part of something better than I do about having kids. Now, will, will I adopt maybe? And try to fix, not fix the world, but better the world by adopting children and trying to make them into good people. Maybe. Maybe that's something that I do want to do. But, like, where, I don't even know where this mindset is going anymore. It's just, it's, it's interesting to think about if you, if maybe people didn't have to work so much to make ends meet or you know work so hard to get basic food shelter and air clean air maybe we would be having a different conversation when it comes to racial injustice maybe that's why people are so defensive about it because my mom gets really defensive about it too it's like like how dare you say that i'm racist when i spend all my time doing stuff that has nothing to do with race it's like well it's because you that fundamentally don't understand what racism or systematic racism is and you don't bother to learn about it. I mean, it's like my mom doesn't even want to fucking learn about trans issues. I've literally asked her so many times to like watch a documentary or watch a video on this. And it's like, Oh, I don't have time for that. I don't know if I'd be able to sit through that. And then she says, well, why don't you teach me? Like, I want to learn about it from you. And I remember reading this thing once about how it's not my fucking responsibility to educate you on my humanity or my rights or how to fucking fundamentally respect my existence. And so it's just, it's, it's hard some days. I'm just going to be straight up with you. Like it's hard some days to exist 
as me. And I know a lot of people feel that way. I'm going to take a quick, short break, right? Sorry about that, guys. I had to go ask um, my roommates to go quiet down a little bit. Um, but yeah, my my whole thing about politics and everything, I could talk about it for hours. I really could, but I don't want to, and I don't like that I just get angry every time I talk about it, and I feel very fatalistic, but... Sometimes it's hard not to feel fatalistic about that kind of stuff. Um, let's see here. Do I have anything else that I wanted to talk about specifically? I feel like I had some... I have some mouth sounds for you. Um, I did do a redesign on the podcast um, logo again. Just because um, I feel like I was going for a look... And I couldn't figure out exactly what that look was. And I finally, you know, the, the cool brick look with the neon writing. It's really, I'm trying to go for this, like, vintage kind of, uh, you know, some somewhere between vintage and cyberpunk kind of vibe. I don't even know if that vibe exists to be honest with you but like shit I'll try to make it happen hmm so I'm looking here just to see other things about Kamala Harris it's really disappointing because I how I do want to just acknowledge that you know she's the first woman of color to ever be um, a presidential running mate I'm pretty sure and if they win she'll be the first ever woman of color to be a vice president, which is historical and incredible. And I'm thankful that we're finally at a place that we can do those things and not have it necessarily be the end of the world for some people. However, identity politics is not going to solve anything. Um, especially when she apparently supported a law that forces schools to turn in undocumented parents over to ICE. See, I don't think that you're... This is going to be a controversial statement, so I'm sorry. But I don't know if your color counts if you throw other people of color under the bus. I mean, like, literally, if you're... It would be like a Jewish person turning in Jews to the Nazis. You're literally a person of color, a black woman, calling ICE on immigrants. When you know what they do to the to the immigrants, it's a it's a fucking concentration camp, and it's nothing less than that. Um, apparently, Donald Trump and other big dollar donors have helped fuel her campaign rise and. California, so that's, that's great. <laughs> um, she also refused to prosecute the Catholic Church in that uh, big sex, sex abuse scandal um, a few years ago. Um, supported and funded a bill criminalizing truancy, which disproportionately harmed single-parent households, um, the poor minorities, and homeless mothers. Oh, I'm, 
pretty sure. Oh, yeah. She's like a big proponent of like, I'm not going to say she's a proponent of the school to prison pipeline, but she's done a lot of things in support of things that help that along, I guess is the way to say it. I don't know. There's just there's just a bunch of stuff in here that like considering Joe Biden helped write the bill that helped or that created mass incarceration in the first place. And now his running mate is a fucking cop who helps the private prison industry more than almost anyone else in politics. It's hard to it's hard to feel like they're on my side, you know, like how am I supposed to feel like. I'm voting for someone who believes in the things I'm voting for if they historically haven't supported anything that I support or denounced anything that I hate. Like, they're... it. In any other, other regular race, they would be fucking Republicans. That's the thing. It's like they are Republicans in blue. And it's frustrating. And I really don't... I really and honestly truly don't know what I'm going to be doing in November if I'm going to be writing someone in or if I'm going to be voting for Biden because I keep going back and forth on it. But at the end of the day, like, I don't like supporting people that I don't agree with. Just like I didn't vote for Trump, I don't want to vote for Biden. I don't want to vote for Kamala Harris. I don't want to vote for Pence. Like, give me something I want to fucking vote for. Give me something to get excited about. Universal health care. Or basic uh, universal income. You know, free college tuition. Ending student loan debt. That would all be fucking fire, dude. So many people would vote for you if you did that. But they don't... They, like, care less about votes than they do about money like they would much rather take a million dollars than a million votes because a million dollars i guess is worth two million votes i don't fucking know it's just frustrating and i know a lot of you guys out there feel it i just don't think anything's going to change i think we really just need to tear the entire system down like i'm 100 percent for not having the United States government anymore. Because fuck them. What, if, what do they do for us anymore? They shoot our people. They kidnap our people. They starve our people. Um, they don't pay for our health care. They don't fund the infrastructure anymore. Um, they don't take care of our veterans. Um... Yeah, there's so much stuff that they don't do. Why the fuck are we giving them our money anyway? Like, what do they do with their income taxes except for pay billionaires? I don't know. They don't fucking fix the roads. They don't fund our schools anymore. All the schools are getting private. Like, I literally, what do they fucking do? They are literally useless. Set them on fire. I don't care anymore. I'm over it. I don't know when this podcast came burned became burned down the government, but like here it is. I'm I'm over it. That was I guess that was my political podcast of the year. I don't want to make more than one. 
if I if I have guests on that would like to talk about politics, and I will go hard for politics all day long. But holy fuck! Ah, yeah, I just literally like the whole world stopped for Black Lives Matter like a month ago, and then Biden's like, you know what? I'm gonna yeah, a cop. Yeah, no, a cop is good. Yeah, yeah, no, they'll love that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why? Okay, I guess that's the end of this podcast because I don't know. I can't even get my brain to think about anything else. But thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry if I got you frustrated too. Um, uh, a new episode comes out every Wednesday. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'll be having guests on sooner rather than later. If not, I might just do a movie review podcast next. If you guys have any movie movie suggestions... Let me know. Um, I think I might just rewatch 2012 again because that was honestly a pretty good movie. I wanted to review ma- bad movies, and I looked up bad movies, and that one came up, and I was like skeptical. And then <laughs> I watched it, and I was like, oh, no, it's actually like a really good movie, and I really like this movie. And it makes me sad because it's like accurate, but <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, guys. Have a good, have a good week, and... Um, don't don't vote for Biden. So yeah. Okay. Bye.